Hub Hopper Originals. All right, everyone. Welcome to episode number fourteen of the unofficial VAR Hub Hopper Original. We are so thrilled to see the response on the previous few episodes. Well, I'm your host Prasad Bhutkar, and here's joining me is my co-host Shlomo Samuel. And we are yeah. recording at three thirty a.m. in the morning because the Europa yeah. League games have ended, and the Italian job has just been done. It oh has yeah, been and completed successfully a very very successful Italian job. Slomo's Slomo's so keen to get on the mic when it's Arsenal, but hey, as let's also take our viewers Slomo listeners to what we are going to do, yeah. and we are going to discuss the four Champions League games, especially the one where the old lady were dumped out. And the one where David De Gea made a tragic error, howler, that led the magician through. Hmm. That magician shot through, and Barcelona are through to their first semi-final in three years. So then, going on to review the weekend and giving you something like a segment called games to watch out for in the weekend. So let's begin with. D game of the Champions League where the old lady were knocked out. I know y'all are crush very very keen to hear how Man United were thumped out and how Ole is not at the wheel, how Messi is at the wheel and stuff. But Ajax just created history. I mean, they've knocked out um, Real Madrid, the holders in the previous round in the round of sixteen, and now in the quarterfinals they've gone on and they've knocked out. Juventus, Cristiano Ronaldo, especially when this was the season where Juventus were touted to win the Champions League. So, Shlomo, what did you make of that game? What did you make of the passing of Ajax? And do you see them go on and win the Champions League now? Uh, I definitely want Ajax to win the Champions League uh, this season. The game was a brilliant, brilliant uh, display. I think of even the Ajax culture at uh, large. You. We we think it was the players on the pitch, but let's just go outside the pitch. We uh mark Overmars, the former Barcelona player, and the Manchester United legend Ed, Ed, Edwin Van der Sar have been doing some fabulous jobs uh behind the scene. So they have the backing of the board too. Let's not forget that Van der Sar won the uh their last Champions League title of Ajax way back in nineteen ninety five. so he was very very young at that time so i i uh, think this is also the uh, product of uh, johan cruyff he might be smiling uh, from the heavens right now he passed away in 2016 so but i think he's his uh, legacy still lives on at ajax absolutely and ajax have reached the semi finals for the first time since 1997 so that's yeah. 22 years later and uh, they have been brilliant i mean they've shown that you know if you can uh, manage the a team so well you can build from scratch you can build a team from scratch and you can go toe to toe with the best in the european leagues and that's what they've proven so right now they are alive in three competitions that is they are in for the their dutch league and they are in the cup as well the domestic cup and now in the champions league semi finals so ronaldo's header there going in vain i mean cristiano ronaldo when he scores in a quarter final his teams always yeah. go on to win so that yeah. record has been broken so you can say ronaldo is out the old lady's weight goes on for a us champions league uh, title allegri has to go and figure out something else 
I mean, that was the biggest shocker. And you could see that slick passing. They were quick. They were slick. They were quick. They were all over the place. They were they were they were the most energetic side. Yeah. Who came out and pressed from the front and daily. Uh, uh, Frankie De Jong is already going to Barcelona. Daylight, daylight has, is now touted to go to Bayern or maybe uh, Barca or maybe a big European club. And with bids for Neres and uh, Ziyech, Tadic, I think this Ajax team we could see go apart like the Monaco team yeah. few seasons that, back. That's that's sad to uh, that that will be very very sad to. Uh, happen uh, e- e- even in the game ajax had a good 14 shots on target and uh, they uh, uh, they uh, sorry they had four shots on target with uh, 14 in total and uh, they had an in- in- incredible uh, 402 passes compared to uh, ua's more slick passing style uh, they uh, ua had 412 so ajax were up to the task they also had a goal uh, disallowed in the 80th minute, uh, uh, Z- uh, a ZH goal, but it was given uh, rightly given offside. So let's uh, celebrate youth and also see that okay, the flavor and the passion of uh, uh, football is not dead. Uh, money does not win at the end of the day. Oh yeah, and to to wrap this Ajax Juventus segment of like Peter Drury said, Ajax have come to. Uh, Turin and they have knocked the furniture out of the old lady's house so that's clearly something to give you goosebumps and like he goes on to say Ronaldo is out the wait for UA goes on who says that this is the end of Ajax who says that we are going not going to see more of it they are brilliant they are sleek they are quick they are feisty and they are semi-finalists at last so they face Tottenham Hotspur who were also involved in a cracking seven-goal thriller at the Etihad, which had a lot of controversies. So, Slomo, can you take our listeners through that game now? Yeah, so there was an early City goal as we had uh, predicted the last time around. Sterling scored the first goal, but then you had two very, very quick uh, sound goals. The first goal was an, was slightly a positional error by... Ederson and the second goal was a brilliant uh, City counter and where Son uh, passed the ball or passed, smashed the ball in into the far post to uh, give City, uh, to give Spurs a uh, 2-1 lead after 9 minutes and then you had a Silva goal, uh, Albert uh, Alderwald def- uh, deflection to make it 2-2 just after 11 minutes. Uh, then in the 20th minute itself, a sweeping Manchester City move saw uh, Kevin De Bruyne uh, pass the ball uh, across the six-yard box, and Sterling came and finished it with his uh, left foot to make it three-two just just after twenty minutes. So at this point, City just required one goal uh, to uh, go on to the semi-finals. But then, and you know, to be very honest, Aguero's goal was cracking. Uh, yeah. It sent Pep Guardiola into a celebration like that. Yeah. He had won a champion, won the Champions League. Yeah. But then, but it's not over. Yeah. Until it's over, you had a of of Fernando Lorente header going into the box, uh, going to the goal to I make it uh, four uh, four three in the seventy second minute. Uh, Prasad, how do you, how do you see a Lorente's goal when it was reviewed and given a goal by the VR? Multiple angles, multiple angles to the goal. The goal, the angle that we saw on television showed that it went off his knee and that was a legit goal. But 
the if you look at twitter and if you look at the videos that should give you the other angle the the one from behind it it's clearly seen that it's hit his arm and it's gone then gone on from his knee and then inside so that clearly is a handball and it shouldn't allow be allowed to stand also the offside decision at the end sterling goal is debatable but uh, the game's over and it's done and dusted yeah. and like we always say even with the inclusion of var it's the same person who reviews or who gives the decision that is going to review and then it's up to the people inside to show him the exact footage but they don't show him the entire footage and like we always say the var might fuck up but the unofficial var will give you everything that you need to know in the footballing world so bottom line city 4 spurs 3 spurs go through or 4-4 on aggregate and now they face ajax and that brings us to our third game which is united versus barcelona which clearly just needs to be uh told to y'all in just four instances like the first one being the rashford uh, uh moment where he hit the crossbar in the 30th in 30 seconds yeah the first minute that is then you had a brilliant messi goal where he made it 1-0 bouncing before daheya going into the bottom left corner and then you had david daheya committing a rare howler which you don't see from a goalkeeper of his magnitude and then you had philip coutinho bury that goal in a stunner from 20 yards in the top right corner game over done and dusted messi is at the wheel barca is at the wheel ole's wheel is gone off track or maybe ruptured there is so much to think about slowmo what do you make of that game at the new camp um it uh, we all expected maybe you had to put a much better fight uh, fight back because we we have seen the rejuvenation of of united in in the past few months but it was clearly a punctured vehicle which was just dragging itself along on its last legs especially that defense that defense clearly needs a a full new uh, set of players you you have jones smalling and young who are clearly not at not up to the level oh yeah and more of a revamp man if you look at the stats they tell you they that in 2011 when the 2011-12 season when united went out in the group stage against basel it had the same back four out of the five i mean lindelof is an addition now but it had the same back four smalling jones um um daheya and young and daheya is a very daheya has carried united over these past few seasons alone but it's these pensioners that are getting new contracts and that's a worry for united because they should be going out and spending those extra bucks on defenders like alderweire like harry maguire or like cardo kulibali who might yeah. leave napoli at the end of the season and clearly united have to have their targets sorted out because yeah. you you don't know what's going on at manchester united i mean yeah. the director of football post is still vacant and i don't know who goes there but they clearly have some work to do in the transfer market yeah uh, so that is how uh, united have been dumped out of the champions league with a 4-0 Ag- aggregate loss to Barcelona. We now go on to the last Champions League quarterfinal tie, where um, everyone really expected uh, Liverpool to steamroll Absolutely. FC Porto, and we saw that happen. Absolutely, nothing much to go into the depth. Klopp's been a magnificent motivator, a magnificent tactician, and his players have been putting in the shift day week in and week out. I mean, they just played a game on a Sunday, and then they came in and they played on a Tuesday night. So that. 
goes on to show you they went to um they went away in portugal and they played that game and they now come back and they go to cardiff so that goes on to show you what fitness level is built in the squad and you had you the, the big four have been sensational i mean formino mane sala and virgil van dyke and you have alison putting in those uh, 10 out of 10 performances every time i mean with the defense they have he uh, doesn't really have to do much sometimes also special mentions to those two brilliant fullbacks robertson and uh, trent alexander arnold who are bombarding the wings and flanks giving liverpool that much needed width and making sure that the opponent don't know where to go so onwards and upwards for liverpool man they've spent money wisely they've built a team they've uh, the owners have trusted the coach the coach has delivered i mean this is that this, this might be the third uh, european final in a row to be very honest yeah, yeah. i don't think in a row but third three, european final three in 3 years yeah, yeah 4 years yeah yeah so uh, liverpool go on to face uh, barcelona uh, away in the first leg of their champions league and then uh, even uh, spurs uh, face ajax in their new stadium in the first leg of the champions league so uh, ajax at last will play uh, their second leg at home in in the champions league. so that is also going to be a very very interesting fixture yeah, and you know to be very honest uh, lionel messi has been at the peak of his powers this season, uh, as he always is, he's uh, completed 139 take-ons in the La Liga and the Champions League. And then you have Virgil van Dijk, who's been a player that no player in this, this season has been able to dribble past Virgil van Dijk. And now you have Lionel Messi versus Virgil van Dijk coming out. Can the can the Champions League semi-final match day arrive quickly, please? <laughs> uh, so this episode 14 of the unofficial VR we are recording on a friday morning that means the thursday nights that is the europa league nights have just concluded and uh, arsenal go three uh go on to the semi-finals of the europa league uh with a 3-0 aggregate win over napoli valencia qualified 5-1 winners over over villarreal uh chelsea uh progress 5-3 winners on aggregate over slavia praha and you have the final game um where frankfurt have been have beaten benfica 4-4 on aggregate because of their two away goals in the first leg and they uh mind you frankfurt lost the first leg 4-2 to uh benfica so that jao felix hattrick goes in vain uh but prasad how do you see the semi-finals uh lining up and especially with Arsenal keeping now a, a clean sheets in seven of their last eight games in all competitions. Well, uh, they've hit the right form at the right time. I would say the best form of at the right time. This is usually where you see Arsenal uh, an Arsenal team faltering and not rising to the occasion. But Unai Emery has transformed them into really good players right now, and he's organized his stuff so well. He it was his 50th game in charge, by the way. And he's gone on to win 32 of them, lost 43 and drawn 7, with scoring 97 and conceding just 53. So, onwards and upwards for the Gunners, who know that this manager can work in tight budgets. They need reinforcements and uh, surely at the defensive end, but hey, commendable job from Una Emery. And as far as the question for the semi-final goes, it's... Uh, a semi-final so the teams know that you are two legs away from a final and a trophy 
and una emery is clearly told the arsenal players that you know it's not just a ticket a passport to the champions league but it's a medal winners medal in their locker in their trophy cabinet so that's a man, uh, mentality of an elite manager and we could see an all english final in arsenal versus chelsea who knows but uh, let's focus now on uh, the weekend which starts with city versus spurs and mind you city's fixtures have now been considerably reduced considering the fact that they have been knocked out of the champions league they now play five games in the premier league and one in the fa cup final they are a wounded animal and they would be going to go all out and you get get these rare moments where the team that knocked you out of the champions league you're facing them in the league again so pochettino's men are a sitting duck isn't it slobo yeah definitely so spurs uh will have to line up and they 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 have the courage and the team to uh, go on and beats uh beat city um they won't have kane they they won't have uh deli ali and even victor uh vanyama during the second like champions league was city itself was half fit and he didn't really look up to the mark and even sissoko also uh limped out 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 of the game so spurs will have a change lineup but they will have the motivation to go on and beat uh, beat city because spurs are still third in the uh, premier league with 67 points and arsenal also are are in fourth on 66 points and arsenal have a relatively easier game at home they have crystal palace at home on on uh, sunday so spurs will look to get that at least three uh, at least get a point from the uh, city game and win uh, their remaining uh, four games which they have so that is also be uh, they will be uh, maybe just looking forward to the semi finals against ajax because that spurs on paper seem the stronger side than ajax but you still you never know in a champions league so spurs are in a dilemma should he go full strength now in the uh in the premier league or sh- should he focus on on the champions league and you know the other big games from the weekend are everton versus man united united are out of the champions league they are alive they they now have to look forward to their top 4 campaign where they have a very tricky week coming up because they go to everton away they have manchester city in the league in the midweek and then they have yes. chelsea at old trafford yes old trafford because it was a draw at stamford bridge 2-2 so clearly these three games are going to be season defining for united who have to play four games five games actually and uh, that's going to be a tough one for them but uh, arsenal face crystal palace you have uh, liverpool who go away to cardiff who are battling relegation by the way so it's going to be a tricky weekend in the champ- in the premier league and then you have chelsea versus burnley on a monday night so it's going to be a very very good premier league weekend considering the fact that there are just four more play, uh, weekends to play after this three more in fact three more and uh, we are reaching the business end so soon that uh, the season's going to come to an end and that's the sad part but hey let's give you a few more games to look out for in the weekend and uh, you have barcelona versus espanyol that's a derby that's a catalan derby you have uh, real madrid as well in action you have atletico in action as well and you have real madrid versus atletico bilbao athletic bilbao so that's a game to watch out for in the serie a you have roma versus inter and mind you roma are chasing 
the Champions League spots. In the Bundesliga, you have Bayern Munich in action and you have Borussia Dortmund as well. So, that's a weekend to look out for. Also, PSG have bottled their chances of a title, yeah. losing 3-2 to Nantes. So, they will be going, they need just one point to win the League 1, but they face Monaco, who are their fiercest rivals in the past few years. So, an all exciting weekend to look forward to in the world of football. And mind you, the next time we come here on the unofficial VR, we'll get you some stats from the Dutch League, the Portuguese League as well, if we can, because Ajax and PSV are fighting it out there. And you have Porto and Benfica in the Portuguese League. So I hope you have a great weekend and I hope your teams come out on top. Have a safe weekend, everyone. Make sure you listen to um, the unofficial VAR, which is a Hop Hoppers original podcast. And make sure to give us all the support because we will be back here again on Tuesday. So for now, here's your host Prasad and co-host Shlomo signing out. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this Hubhopper original podcast. If you want to get started with your own show, please do get in touch. We'd love to have you on board. Send an email to info at hubhopper.com. That's info at hubhopper.com. And we'll get back to you in a flash. We're looking forward to creating some great audio content together.